Blended. Welcome to Marketing Blend, where I put everything together that's from marketing that you actually should and need to know. I'm your host, Brett Dice. So let's get on with it. All right, a little while ago, probably last week, uh, Google Analytics, or GA as it's usually called as well, uh, updated their mobile to be, well, a little bit more mobile friendly, be able to share uh, reports through mobile as well, and just, you know, make it a little bit more friendly for people to actually see, understand, do. Here are just some of the updates that actually has happened. Sharing, like I said before, uh, sharing a report via text, email, chat, and more, which is a really cool thing. Customization, customize reports and save them to your dashboard for a quick follow-up, a brand new look and feel, and a scorecard visualization to tab through metrics and all the other fun stuff that marketers do to try to make their clients happy or their bosses if they're not part of an agency. You can also do a little bit more deep diving into the analytics and just simplifying navigation and report discovery as well, making it easier for people to understand what's going on with their website, blog, store, whatever else that you're actually doing with Google Analytics. I do like how, how it is and where it's going with it. I do like the whole let's make it easier for people to understand because that is usually the problem with a lot of people that don't actually understand Google Analytics. It's a great tool if you know what you're doing. It's a terrible, awful tool if you just are looking at it going, I don't know what this actually means, why, and that type of thing. So yes, it has changed, it's changed for the better, uh, especially the whole sharing through text, email, or chat, which is a huge thing. And you're not only doing it through there, but you can actually do real-time communication with it, which is another great thing for Google Analytics. And I do like where they're going with this. Uh, I will put the, there's a video for it, so I'll put it in the show notes for you guys to check out for yourselves because it'll probably give you a little bit more insight on what's going on with it as well. All right, it looks like Catch with a K, it, they pulled their uh, site. Catch was an interesting uh, social index for live streaming video platform. It allowed you to kind of index for 24 hours, uh, Meerkat or Periscope uh, live streams. But however, unfortunately, it's already closed. So it, cl it closed down April 22nd. It had to close down because it wasn't getting enough funding or didn't get enough funding through investors. Even though it had about 1 million videos indexed, it wasn't enough for investors to want to jump in and actually invest it anymore. And so they have had to pull the plug. Now it's already pulled, so you can't really, you can't archive anymore. It's done, it's over. But uh, it's gonna be shutting down for good in about a week, which is May 4th. So be sure to get all your videos either pushed over into YouTube or downloaded with an MP4 file, which is usually you can just upload it to YouTube. Anyways, uh, it's unfortunate that this has had to happen. I'm uh, pretty sure the catch team did not want this to happen. So if you're upset about them, I'll be upset about investors that didn't really want to invest in it because that was the actual problem is that nobody wanted to invest in it whatsoever. 
it's kind of a bad thing. I mean, I thought catch was a really great idea. I actually didn't use it myself, but it still had a really great idea for kind of being the medium to, you know, post or index all your live videos so people can see in my one nice little package. But with with everything that's going on with live streaming, it probably didn't have enough features or enough community for the, the investors to be, well, we want to, you know, push into this more. We want to invest in this more. So they were like, there's nothing really that you guys have done that we really care about. And you don't really look like you're getting the community that we want to see. So the funding was pulled, unfortunately. Sad, sad thing. There is new research out to indicate that we have the same attention span as goldfish. Yes, it is unfortunate that we only have about nine seconds of attention span. Uh, it can be a really great or, or terrible thing depending on what you're looking at it. Now, the average attention span was about 12 seconds in 2000. It has dropped, and this is 2015, so a year ago, to 8.25 seconds so if you don't get that attention in 8.25 seconds it's gone uh, and it's just changed in 15 years which is kind of bad uh, looking at this means that you're gonna have to do your best to figure out what you can do to make your post videos social media posts great now there's some tips here that says, A, be clear in your messaging, uh, focus on the UX and ease of navigation. Uh, users will usually hang around when it's easy to navigate through your website and there's not bombarded by all this different messaging or uh, menu system that is overpowering the web page itself. Uh, keep your, me your messaging sh short and sweet. Now that depends because there also is other research that says if you have longer posts, you'll get better engagement, 2,000 words or more. So it's, I would say, mix it up with short and sweet messaging and long posts of insightful uh, articles about something that you care about or your community will care about. Uh, appeal to customer desires, tell a story, uh, rich me like video, making them eight second and making the first eight seconds attention grabbing will always be the great thing. Because remember, where our attention span is about 8.25 seconds. So in that eight seconds is your sweet spot. And if you can't get those people in those eight seconds, you're done. Uh, so it should be interesting to see what people will actually do. Uh, and video actually holds attention a lot longer. Average length watched on a single internet video is a little over two minutes, a little under three minutes, so 2.7 minutes. 59% uh, of the senior executives would rather watch a video than read a text because reading is for losers. Uh, I always advocate reading, so no. Uh, but some people would rather just watch a video maybe because they can just listen to it while they're doing other work. It's probably a bigger uh, reason for that as well. All right. Now there's unfortunate news with Twitter, and this is important for marketers, is that, well, the results from Q1 was not, it was not the best. And so advertisers are pulling out or banning the platform because they aren't seeing the growth and worth in their money. Now, there is a problem with Twitter. 
The native Twitter tools for advertising is awful. I've talked to a bunch of people, even myself, trying to upload a picture is god awful. It doesn't upload. You click the upload and it cycles through and it doesn't upload your picture. And so you give up. They haven't really addressed this problem. And I'm wondering why they haven't addressed this problem since this is where they're going to get their money from. Uh, and so Twitter is always a great place. I get more engagement from Twitter than I do from Facebook. Uh, but the problem is, is that they just don't understand their own platform, their tools. A lot of them great, some of them not so great. The advertising tool, the native one, is not that good. They really need to update it, revise it, and make it a lot better than what it already is because it's not working for them. Uh, so that's my thing to Twitter. Twitter, you need to really double down your advertising, making sure your advertising uh, software options are usable and it doesn't give people a headache where they just go, I give up. I'm not going to do this anymore. Facebook, even though I don't really like it as much as Twitter, has a way better advertising program platform than you do, and this is why they're so successful. So you need to figure out a way of actually doing it. The problem is, is that if I see this as a marketer of, well, another disappointing uh, results, I'm not going to advertise for you. I don't want to advertise for you. Advertising to a sinking ship is throwing money away and drowning the money in whatever is going to happen. Now, I, do I think someone else should buy it? Probably, because they're not, they're still not doing the best job of maintaining this platform. This platform is great in all intents and purposes. I still love Twitter. It's just, there is so many problems with it that they need to figure out what's going on. It's not working. I love it, but it's still not working. It really isn't. All right, Google Calendar has updated on Android to make it, well, super easy to schedule your meetings or your boring meetings or whatever. Um, there is now a button called Find a Time to basically scans options for, for available times to meet, and then you can meet people for it as well. So if you need to, you know, schedule that hour meeting that no one actually ever listens to, you can do that or anything else that you actually need to do, investors, whatever. But it's a great way to find times to actually do things uh, since meetings are the bane of all everybody's existence but they're also important to actually have as well uh this is just another better option for it now like i said before is a big existence but we all have to do it anyways and i know marketers out there go to a lot of different meetings so they kind of have to you kind of have to go to meetings to uh make sure that your uh, sales team is on point with your marketing strategies as well as your social media if you have a separate team for that and also PR if you have a separate team for that uh, so you there are a lot of meetings I remember being uh, involved with a very big company and they always seem to have meetings that I never was allowed to go to uh, <laughs> that uh, it was every day there was two or three meetings and they all hated going to it but it was all what they had to do because as marketers it's meetings, it's looking at analytics, it's looking at the return on investments. It's all those fun things that we talk about all the time and secretly hate a lot of times as well. Uh, but yeah, this is a great little button to find a meeting place for everybody. Hopefully, uh, sometimes it never actually happens, but I mean, it's, Google just 
helping everybody out to find meetings that they may or may not want to go to. All right, now I want to talk about, it's an interesting, and I don't really actually agree with it, it's called social autopsy. Uh, Basically, it's a way for people anonymously, apparently, to either out or get people to be indexed for their hateful messages, because words, they hurt. Um, Now, my generation is a generation that needs to grow up. We need to start, well, we need to start actually understanding that words don't hurt as much as you allow them to. This is your compliance of letting words hurt more than they should. And this needs to stop. Get it. You have to understand, people are going to disagree with you. But calling that hate speech because they disagree with you is not hate speech. Actually, I think hate speech is more and more just a made-up term that we just ascribe to it. The problem is, and why I'm talking about this, not because of the social political things, but also the business impact of it, is now that uh, potential uh, potential employees, employers, looking to vet their uh, candidates have to be extra careful about what they say online, especially if this takes off. This isn't going to take off yet, but what if companies are now beholden to this as well uh it's just going to get worse where we self-censorship ourselves because we don't we want to bury the unsightly things in society because talking about it oh god dreadful it's going to you know bring it all up and we're gonna have to deal with it we don't want to do that we want to out and shame people this has been a common thread through history especially with the scarlet letter and everything else that's been going on through him in history where we shame people publicly this is nothing new it's just a different form uh and everybody that did a public shaming with the scarlet letter for women that were not faithful supposedly in marriage to burning witches at the stake to anything else mccarthyism it was the the same uh thing about rooting out the evil and the person feeling that they were on the right side the problem is it's even more difficult to figure out what the right side is because no one really does their research very well. Everybody takes a very black and white picture of it all and goes, I'm on the right side because it's right. And you're on the bad side because it's wrong, because my grip says it's wrong, even though it may not be wrong. I haven't really done my research on it. Um, but the problem is with these types of tools is that they also can be nefarious for people if they get hacked they could potentially just have doxxed a whole bunch of people, especially if they ask for addresses and phone numbers. And if they don't properly encrypt it, it goes even worse. Uh, I am not fully for this. I think people need to either just invoke the blocking um, button and a lot of nefarious people actually use it to, you know, halt speech and there's a lot of people on twitter that actually use it so use that if it gets so bad disconnect yourself from it it's not that hard to do we just don't want to do it there's a difference between that and businesses are going to have to deal with this especially if the ir goes after businesses at the same time so you even have to understand what your employees are posting and be like hey if you're going to work here and you're going to post those things don't put us in anything Leave us completely unaware of 
of our business so we don't get the blowback from what you say. And that's what it's gonna have to be. Also, secondly, is that people are gonna use other pseudonyms to actually, you know, talk about their own ideas, especially if it's not the popular opinion because pop, because we love groupthink, we love mob rule. This is what countries kind of gone into, mob rule rules. That's why it's called mob rule. Uh, but my thing is, is that you, you're going to have to be extra careful about what you say. Things that are misconstrued or if people have a vendetta against you or your company can just put you on here. And they will say that they vet their the people that they talk about. But with Twitter, everything can be misunderstood in 140 characters. It's not that big. So you can, you can be misunderstood quite easily. Uh, with anything else, that is the problem as well. So my thing is, is that businesses are going to have to be careful about this and other sites like people as well because the person being well, put into this doesn't have a say if he wants to be in there or not which is another legal issue that they're gonna have to deal with because someone could basically sue saying hey look you're posting me in this way now I can sue for slander or defamation people can also go into the HTML and kind of change us uh, the wording of what someone says on Twitter as well I've seen it done before I haven't done it because I don't really care to or need to uh, so there is a bunch of different problems that's going to it's going to hamper this as well their Kickstarter was taken down like a couple weeks ago but they're still pushing through because they still feel like they're on the right uh, side of society who knows who knows if this will actually be a good idea or a bad idea I'm on the side it's a bad idea I think businesses are gonna be hurt by this as well and I think that they haven't really fully thought this out and have used a lot of shoddy research to back up their claims and that's my problem with it is that bad research doesn't make you right it just makes you ignorant uh, so businesses marketers uh, people that have a brand under their own name. Be careful about what you say even more now because anonymously someone could just put you on there even though they want to bring to light all the bad things. You don't allow non-anonymous people to post this stuff. That's kind of two-way double think, terrible idea that I'm not fully for and businesses are probably gonna, are probably gonna suffer a little bit if this takes off. If it doesn't, who cares? It doesn't really matter, but uh, I would rather they not they not be on here. I'd rather they do something more productive. I'd rather they uh, at least lay out what hate speech is and what all those other all these like inflammatory speech that people are talking about. They need to actually label it as it is. The only real hate speech is the one that incites violence. If you say I hate a certain, I'm not going to say it, but if you say I hate a certain type of minority, that is hateful in a way of saying it, but hate speech as it is needs to incite violence. The, whole, the reason why Supreme Court has quote unquote protected hate speech is because you protect the bad speech so you can have the good speech. It's not the other way around. We don't please speech because it's stupid, because society changes all the time and it's hard to figure out which one is okay, which one's not. But businesses, be careful about what you say. Make sure your employees are all on point and make sure that they don't do anything. And 
if you have someone that has, well, things that may not be the most popular to say, encourage them to get pseudonyms. Pseudonyms. Encourage them to go, hey, why don't you make a dummy account and just put it over there. Don't put it anything here so you can get your stuff out. Or have a private account for your Twitter so you can say whatever you want and most people can't see it. There's another way of doing that as well. We'll see what actually happens with this. I am really intrigued to see what will actually, you know, become of this because it's it's going to get interesting. It really is. It's very interesting. All right, now there's some uh, apps for people to try this week. It's called Beamium, and it allows you to present your PDF online. Yes, that's right. Uh, you just upload it. It gives you kind of a um, presentation ID so anybody can view your PDF online without downloading it. Now, this would be a great way of, of uh, you know, limiting, um, well, limiting viruses or anything like that or anything nefarious as well. So this is another just added level of protection for people to actually do this. And this can be for meetings, pitches, conference calls as well. So people can view it without going, I don't have the attachment type of a thing. So this is a good thing to actually check out. There is a new, also there is a new um, way of doing, you know, responsive emails called MailJet. It's pretty easy to set up. I just set it up in a couple minutes and it gives you about 15 different layouts as well. It also has a way of onboarding so you can get those people that are on your site already, you know, getting back on there. Very responsive, super easy to use, kind of play around with it a little bit. I highly recommend it. It's called MailJet. All right, there's an another social media scheduling platform that I actually kind of like a little bit. It's called Amplifier and it allows you to schedule posts. It also has analytics as well. It does uh, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest. No, no, Pinterest is coming soon. Instagram, Tumblr, SoundCloud, YouTube, and a few other ones of oh, Vimeo and a few other ones that I don't quite know. I think one's Telegraph. Uh, but uh, it has a nice little graph. I kind of like it, and it gives it a little different color schemes for different types of engagement from retweets to likes to comments to everything else in between. Um, so I kind of like how it's going with it. It's a little pricey for what it's offering as well. It will also give you the best times to post, which is actually a really cool and great thing too. Um, but it is a little pricey. It's about $5 per account. So I did the ones that I'm on that it will allow me to do, and it was $25 a month, which can be a little pricey um, depending on how much you can afford. Now you can do less and it'll be less than that. So you'll be $15 a month as well. But like I said before, it's a little pricey as for what it's offering. Um, so like I said, we will see what happens with this. I will try, try to try it out for a full month uh, and kind of see uh, how it, you know, how it works out for me. Um, I like to try all these different things and I'll get back to you on what on how it actually is as well. All right, if you're using a ghost uh, blogging platform, they actually have a new desktop app and you're wondering what the heck ghost is. It is a nonprofit open source uh, ho blog hosting site. Um, it's pretty easy to use uh, and it's pretty 
cheap for what you get out of it. Now that they have it for Mac, Windows, and Linux. So check it out if you're using Ghost. If you're not, don't worry about it. All right, there is also a analytics for ad blockers. Now, if you're wondering uh, how many um, of your visitors are allowing ads to go through, this will actually tell you who's blocking and who's allowing ads. It will say visitors allowing ads, and it'll give you a percentage. Desktop visitors, and it'll give you how many uh, desktop visitors and visitors blocking ads will give you that as well. Because nowadays is that, including me, I block ads. Like I'm tired of ads. Publishers, we've done a really terrible uh, job of ads. We've done too many. We've done full page ads that kind of annoy people. I've had that in a couple of sites that I visited. It's full page. And I'm like, I don't want, you just got me out of your own thing that I wanted to read, your own article I wanted to read just to give me a full page ad. Now I just want to leave because you pulled me out of it, which by the way, never do that. Never ever do that. Bad marketing page uh, it also will do tablets and mobile as well so it should be interesting to see what's going to come about this because to be honest with you we need to find a better way of doing things um, it's just not working uh, and I think the best way it's going to be sponsored content and kind of like cross promotion between other places as well um, it does have integration with Google Analytics, which is great. It also reveals advertising revenue impact, unlimited websites, and page views as well. Uh, you can sign up for free and check it out if you want to. Uh, there's, uh, as always, pricing and plans for this as well. So basic is about uh, up to 25,000 monthly visitors and limited page views. That's $5 a month. $10 a month, which is plus, is uh, 50,000 monthly visitors, $20 is 100,000, $50 is 250,000, and $100 a month is 500,000. And there's also a yearly billing as well, which is uh, two free months with it. So you can also try it for free. I would try it for free first and then see if you actually want to do it. All right, there's also a new uh, program slash JavaScript called chart.js, which will allow you to Put charts uh, into it, and this is more for designers and developers, so you can see everything. Uh, there's HTML5 Canvas, eight chart types. It's open source, which is great and responsive. And so, if you're, you know, doing kind of a research and you kind of want to visually show it, this will be actually be a great one for you. I will, put, as always, I'll put all this in the show notes so you can see it for yourself because we all like to do that. We really do. All right, there is a well, there's a new. Uh, screen capturing video editing software for Mac. It's called Capto and it's basically, it's easy to use. You can screen record, you can, there's a video editor, there's a screen web capture, image editor, uh, iOS screen recording as well, easy sharing and file management system. Now it's a trial version for you to do it. It seems pretty easy to use and pretty powerful for what it's gonna give you. Uh, the Cost for it, there's a free trial, but the cost for it is, well, $30 for a single user. A student educator copy is $20, so if you still have the, that uh, your college email, I would use that. Or family pack is $75. Uh, so it should be interesting to see what it actually uses. Now, once again, this is 
for Mac only. If you do not have a Mac, do not download this and go to Showbox or get Adobe if that's what you want. Uh, so, like I said before, only for Mac. Uh, do not do not try to put this on your Windows or it will not work unless you dual boot. And that's fine. But good luck trying to dual boot. Uh, but yeah, that's about it for all the tools that I found for you guys. And thank you for listening as always. Also, follow Digital Coffee on uh, Twitter at DigitalCO77EE, at Facebook at Digital Coffee, at uh, YouTube at Digital Coffee Podcast, Instagram at Digital Coffee Podcast, and Google Plus at Digital Coffee Podcast. And if you like these podcasts, please consider supporting me on Patreon at Digital Coffee. All right, join me tomorrow where I go through the gaming news and the exciting things that are coming in May, which is a lot of games. Quite a bit. There's about five of them. And I'm going to talk about them a little in depth and talk about which ones I'm excited for, which ones I'm going to actually pass on for reviewing as well. All right, guys, have a good day. Later.